Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Visit our website at jabberaudio.com slash support to learn more or go to patreon.com slash team jabberwocky. The following audio theater is rated ADPG, so parental guidance is suggested. There has always been a gray area between the just and the unjust, the lawful and the lawless, a nebulous region where the trappings of authority share little crossover with a course of justice, and where those who attempt to shine light into the dark recesses of power are often the least expected. April 2011. From poker player to amateur gumshoe, Jimmy Harmon has been following a trail of mystery in and around Las Vegas. From a car bomb that appears to have killed his friend, Will Archer, to a shootout between gangster Victoria Salkovich and a cadre of SUV-driving assailants, to a cryptic plea from a terrified dancer to a half-buried body in the desert. You get it in your head to take down the system, play boy detective, which... BT dubs, you're absolutely terrible at. But we're so close to... What we are close to is getting killed. Harmon and fellow poker player Peeps manage to sneak their way into the Lion Majestic Hotel and into the room of the mysterious money man they believe is behind everything, only to discover a new twist. These look like personnel files. Someone named Peter Sokolov says he works for some payment company. Quick bill. Looks like, whoa, a statement of charges. Something about money laundering, bank fraud, wire fraud, UIGEA violations, possible 75-year sentence. The money man is Sokolov. He's not an investor, he's a banker. I mean, there may be some connection, but we've walked into some kind of federal case here. Barely escaping ahead of the federal agents whose nest they've stumbled into, Harmon and Peeps emerge into the hotel lobby only to face a renewed threat. There! There they are! Jesus, those are the two from upstairs. Oh, son of a bitch! Jabberwocky Audio Theater presents Quorum, The Gambler's Tale. Tonight's presentation, Outstanding Debts, Episode 8. Now what, smart boy? I don't know. I don't know. Just, uh, maybe down this way, past the shops. Oh, you are useless. What are you... Fire extinguisher. A few seconds of cover. This way. Where are we going? Back when I first got to Vegas, I took a job working retail here. There's an access tunnel this way. Won't that be secure? Normally, there's an employee bathroom in the access way. We always used to leave it ajar so we could actually pee without fighting customers. If the people working today have the same... Yes! Amazing. Yeah. Time for my angel to be looking out for us. Some things never change. I still won't be able to get back into the secure areas. But this should at least take us behind the shops. Then where? I don't know. But the far door's closer to the arena access. Which might help us get lost in the fight crowd. Here's open. Okay. Okay. I don't see any bad guys. Well, no more than the usual fight night kind of bad guys. Guys coming to see a fight can get all kinds of inappropriate. Adrenaline up and all that. Okay, let's see if we can... Hey, look there. What? All in poker's got a promotional stand. Maybe... No, Big Mike's not there. Why would that matter? I thought maybe you could help us. Wait, this might work too. Jimmy! Hey, Hutch! I, um, Mr. Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, uh, um, Jimmy, right? Yeah, we met uh, Tuesday, I guess? Yeah, after I finished taping that ring game poker show. And they got me here today doing some promotion for the show. Oh, you here for the fight? Not exactly. Uh, can we... Can we talk behind the booth here? Now, why in tarnation you need to do that? I just got some people who'd rather not see me here. Well, make it quick, son. Fight's about to start. Sure, just... Rachel, come on. Who are you... Oh, looks like we've got a crowd. <laughs> Bob, uh, Hutch, this is Peeps. I mean, Rachel. Rachel, this is Bob Hutchinson. Long-time poker pro. Took a really bad beat in the 84 series. Um, we can dispense with the specifics. Now, you want to tell me what's got you all fired up? Okay, um, I was hoping you could find Big Mike for me. I kind of need his help. It's hard to explain. Federal agents are keeping a money launderer upstairs and are planning to use him as some kind of a snitch. Meanwhile, they, or maybe he, got a prostitute killed and have been trying to cover it up. We know what they did, and now they're after us. Guess it wasn't that hard. Well... They're after him, mostly. I'm kind of along for the ride. Still not sure exactly why, but forced to have it. Okay, okay. This is, uh... Well, this is a bit much for me to take in all at once, you understand. All we're trying to do is get out of here. Uh, Easier said than done. Okay, look, uh, the all-in poker folks don't have anything to do with the fight proper, but I can probably get you into the press-only area, uh, down to the studio rooms. Then, uh, I guess we can get you out the north side. Thanks. I'm doing this for Big Mike, seeing as how he vouched for you. Uh, here, uh, put these lanyards on and follow me. Have anything to make us less obvious? Hmm? Oh, uh, here, uh, grab a couple of all-in poker jackets. Uh, and hats. Thanks. Hey, no skin off my nose. They're giving these out of promo swag anyway. You know, mine's a little big for... Peeps? Fine. No crap. There they are. Who? Where? Agents Roach and Joshua. And right there. Be cool. Be cool. I am cool. You're the one whining Pass like a little... it out later, you two. This way. Uh, hey, Larry. Just heading down to the studio rooms. Didn't know All In was doing any taping today. Oh, not today. These guys are just here to scout the space. They're doing something over the weekend. Need to make sure they've got all the prep work done. No worries. <laughs> Thanks. Got any money on tonight? You know it. Now, past those doors on the right, there's an emergency exit. Says it's alarmed, but crew's been taking gear in and out all week. Even if it's not propped, I'm fair sure they've turned off the alarm. You're a godsend, Hutch. Uh, Mr. Hutchinson. Hutch is fine. Listen, I I think Mike's back over at the Remington. Uh, Since he's the brains behind All In, they've got him there doing some setup for the next TV shows. Got a whole bar set aside there for taping, so hell, that might be a good place to disappear. Perfect. Uh, You get going, and I'll see if I can get a hold of Mike. Let him know you're coming. I know we just met, but I really feel like we've been through something together here. Glad to help out, young lady. See? He knows how to treat me. Not like that damn bouncer calling me madam. I'm only 30... Thanks again. Mike? Hutch. Uh, listen, uh, something you need to know about. I can't believe we made it out of there. I think we both had angels looking over us. All right. So now we just go back to the Remington, find Mike, Jimmy, I'm not going with you. What? This is the end of the line for me. What are you talking about? Listen, this has been, well, an experience, but I can't live like this. This is way beyond anything I can deal with, and I've already done more than I ever planned to. Well, you didn't really plan on any of it, if I'm being perfectly honest. Good point. This is all your fault. Look, I never... I'm giving you crap. Relax. What happened, happened. But now, I have to think about tomorrow. What do you mean tomorrow? I mean, I need to think about what happens afterward. I don't know. Maybe it's because you're young, but 
You just kind of act and see where things take you. Me? I've been in this game a long time, and I'm not so young anymore. I have to plan. What plan? Just a life plan. Jesus, Jimmy. I don't want to end up like Crunchy, living in underground tunnels, scavenging for lost casino chips. Poker's a young person's game. What are you talking about? Look at Hutch. Look at Big Mike. Yeah, and they're all making plans. For crying out loud, Big Mike is the face of an online poker site. You can't just make a living playing anymore. Even the big names. You ever notice when they're talking them up, they only talk about career winnings? Makes for a big sounding glamorous number. But you see, they never talk about losses. Once you take those away, even the big names are just scraping by. They're doing well enough. Yeah, but not through actual playing. Till endorsement deals, TV appearances, or moving on to running the game. Like Mike. I wish you all the success in the world, Jimmy. But this is your crusade. Maybe you still got a few outs. Me? I have to fold and wait for the next hand. Here. Here's all the papers I snagged from upstairs. Maybe you can do something with them. But I'm gonna just try and get back to my car, or what's left of it, fade away for a while. Hopefully, after these guys finish whatever they got planned for tomorrow, they're not gonna worry about me. I... I don't know what to say. I couldn't have done this without you. Oh, I agree. Completely. But this next step, I think you can handle it on your own. Especially with someone as connected as Big Mike having your back. Thanks, Rachel. I can keep calling me peeps. Out of mind. Maybe someday. I really meant what I said about needing Rachel's help. But she'd done more than enough by now. Hopefully, Mike could help me take it from here. Fortunately, no line at the hotel cab stand. Lucky me. Just take me to the Remington Hotel. Sure thing, buddy. Wow, you look beat. Long night? Yeah, you could say that. Day, night, they all start to run together in this town. I hear that. To look at the Remington, you'd never believe there'd been so much going on around town the past couple days. And it was more than just the distance between the Strip and downtown Fremont Street. Vegas was like Disneyland. Any mishaps brushed under the carpet before anyone can digest it. Oh, I have no idea. Last I talked to him was Tuesday night. Check in with security. See if anyone... Oh, hey. Uh, sorry, I'm a little... Big Mike! Whoa, that was quick. I've been looking for you. Pardon me. We're in the middle of a conversation here. No autographs. If you could excuse us, please, sir. Mr. Dalton is a very busy man. No, no, no. It's fine. Jimmy's a friend. Why don't you two go uh, go on ahead? I'll meet up with you later. I need to chat with Mr. Harmon here. You sure? I thought we needed to get... Of course, I'm sure. We'll go. Go check what you said. You go ahead and have your chat with uh, Mr. Harmon here. Weird? Friends of yours? More like business associates. Part of a, well, uh, all-in poker business. It doesn't matter. Though I see you're a booster. Hmm? Oh, the hat and jacket. Yeah, I picked these up at the fight. So, Jimmy, can't say as I expected to see you here again, son. Especially after what went down. Did Hutch get in touch with you? Uh, yes, he did. He didn't seem to know much. Something about feds and a snitch. And that's on top of the bomb at the limelight everyone's talking about, but nobody official said diddly about. Glad to see you're all right. <laughs> Though, frankly, you look like hell. I feel like hell, so that's probably about right. And I hear right you're hanging around with peeps? Was, uh, but that's just... She was just trying to help me out a bit. Give me a ride out of town before, um, and, well, 
before things went south. You want to give me the specifics? Love to, but right now I kind of need to stay out of sight. Is there somewhere we can talk? Hmm. Yeah, let's go back to the uh, ring game poker set. We got the whole Sunset Lounge blocked off for the show. Even some beds you can crash in. Shower, we'll have the bar all to ourselves. Wow, they closed the whole bar? Your show must be bringing in some big change. Oh, just shuffling dollars. Mutual back scratching. TV show promotes the site and hotel. Hotel kicks in for production costs in the network. Profits from advertising. Sleep sounds absolutely amazing. And actually, I could probably use some of your old guy wisdom, so... Come on! Oh, Bobby's still here. Evening, Bobby. Didn't expect to see anyone back here at this hour. Eh, just cleaning up a bit. Need to go make some actual tip money. And help Vera up at the front bar. This gig's great, but when the cameras are off, I'm not exactly rolling in customers. Still, happy to pour for you, Mr. Dalton. Oh, it's just Mike. Big Mike, if you're into stage names. <laughs> I feel you're always on stage, sir, so I'll go with Big Mike. What'll it be, son? Um, at this point, I don't much care. Can we have uh, two McCutcheons over here, the 18-year? Might as well enjoy ourselves. You got it. You and Victoria, obsessing over top-shelf scotch. You do realize you're wasting it on me, right? Never waste a share of fine Highland single malt with an old friend. Friend? Certainly seems I'm moving up in the world. Here you go. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you, sir. Now you two enjoy yourselves. I'll see you tomorrow, Big Mike. You be sure to give Vera my best. So what's with the sudden social acceptance? What are you on about? The other night you were... Well, I got the impression that professional courtesy and avuncular wisdom aside, I wasn't really part of your crowd. Oh, don't put much stock in tribe folks like me and Hutch start spouting after a long night. We old-timers get bent out of shape over everything that's changing. I know you've got a proper respect for tradition. I want to see you do all right for yourself. Okay. Thanks. I, I really... That really means... So I gather Victoria was behind this? I thought so at first, but now it doesn't look like it. I mean, one of her goons did do the car bomb set this whole thing off. You know her people? Son, I ain't been around the limelight in a while. And even when I was, I made a point to steer clear of folks like Victoria. So, uh, no. Can't say as I know her people. Uh, hell, mostly only reckon her by reputation. Probably better that way. Anyway, I was looking into this group of investors trying to buy the hotel. Only I ended up going down this rabbit hole of people covering up a murder and feds holding someone in witness protection, I guess. That's what I'm trying to noodle out. God, I need some sleep. Hate to burst your bubble, but uh, there's a reason cops do the investigation thing for a living. Liable to end up spinning your wheels hunting shadows. I know. Gonna have to talk to them soon anyway. Especially after, well, everything that happened today. But right now they think Victoria's behind the car bombing, and they'll probably tie her to the rest of it. Unless I can find something that says otherwise, they're not going to listen to anything else. Now, the other night, you were hell-bent on escaping Victoria's vile clutches. Now you're aiming to clear her name? <laughs> Life's dealer just pushed you over a monster stack. Count yourself lucky and cash out. Except I think she may actually be innocent on this. <laughs> One thing that Hellcat ain't is innocent. I know, she's done plenty of shady crap. Probably deserves to go down, but... They killed a friend of mine with that bomb. Well, that I am truly sorry to hear. I got him into all this. Didn't mean to, but it happened. And now I don't have any choice but to make sure, well, not just him, but 
everything he was trying to help with, this dancer and... Suppose I can understand your predicament. Let's look at it a different way. What's your game plan? Excuse me? What's your game plan? You thought things through? <laughs> Say you do somehow manage to get your evidence, or, or something of it, leastways. What do you do with it? Well, I guess I was hoping I could take it to the police. Get them to listen. It strikes me as a mite short-sighted, ain't it? Think about more than the immediate near term here. Bigger. All the double dealing in this town, it's going to take a lot more than hope. So again, what's your game plan? Please, like you got a plan. You don't get where I am at my age without a plan. I don't know, all right? Okay, I don't have a plan. At the moment, I don't know enough to make a plan. So yeah, tomorrow's going to have to take care of itself. That's kind of my point. Son, I'm not one to be all Mr. Negativity, but you think this is sounding kind of familiar? Kind of how we were talking the other night about how you've been just acting day by day without a thought to your future? Now, how's this different from how you've been living? Because I'm choosing it, deliberately. Look, like you said, I I've been skating along, thinking somehow everything will go back to square, get one real break and make it all right. Maybe it took all this to wake me up to reality, but I know that's a delusion. My life's not magically going to fix itself. Sounds like a revelation. Well, you're not the only person trying to tell me that. Eventually, I guess it had to sink in. Now I know I'm going to have to deal with a hell of a lot of crap for a hell of a long time. Still, I'm choosing to concentrate on this one thing. Then maybe I do run away. Or I stay and, I don't know, work with Victoria. Or try to patch things up with my ex. Whatever I do... If I want to be able to make any decisions about tomorrow, I have to take care of today. That's step one, and I'm taking it. All right, son, all right, I hear you. Calm down. Ain't up for starting a fuss. So what do you have? Ah, nothing on the car bombing. A little on what's going on with the feds, but nothing concrete on the dead woman. Just a bunch on their witness. Here. Jesus, they got Pete Sokolov. Huh. He's the mysterious money man I've been looking for. Nothing to do with buying the Limelight Hotel. U-R-G-E-A violations. State's evidence. Tomorrow. So you know this guy? Hmm? Oh, no. No, sorry. Just, just business stuff. You okay, Mike? I didn't mean to go off on a rant. Clearly I'm a little loopy. I just need some sleep. After that, I really hope to pick your brain on how I can put together this whole big picture. Another thing. Peep said you're actually doing really well. Saving up for some big investment or something. So how come he told Reason me... Reason they call that girl Peeps? <laughs> Talking out her ass, as per usual. Hey, Peeps is... Rachel is all right. Way better than I ever gave her credit for. I owe her a lot. All right. In any case, you want to find out the whole story. And I ain't saying I buy into your little theory. Seems your first step's to go back to the bombing. Track down this Watson character who killed your buddy Will. Someone put him up to it. You might be able to get him to tell you. Well, what's the matter, son? Looks like you've seen a ghost. I didn't tell you his name. What? Whose name? Now look, I, like I was saying, you've got Watson. to... Watson. Victorious Flunky. I never said his name. Come to think of it, I never mentioned Will, either. To you or Hutch. And it's not like you knew him. What? You must have mentioned something. Like you said, you're mite loopy. Memories playing tricks... Happens to the best of us. 
Look, you you go ahead to the production rooms. Get, get your shut eye, and sure, I'll help you figure out where to go from there. Mike, I'm a professional poker player. I, I may not be a big-time veteran like you, but I've done all right for a reason. The hand I knocked you out with at the 09 horse event. How'd it play out? What the hell are you on about? I don't... Three of us in the hand. You, me, and a guy from Oklahoma. Flops king, eight, seven. Turns a two, rivers a three. Oklahoma checks, and you go all in. Somehow I just knew you'd been drawing for the straight and missed, and now you were trying to push me out. So I call. Oklahoma folds, even though he's holding a king. I just had jack high, but that held up against your five, six. You were out. In all honesty, that was the moment I knew I had what it takes to play for real. But, more importantly, I remember the hand. Exactly. All well and good, but what the hell does that... Pips may have crazy pattern recognition skills, but observation and memory? That's what I bring to the table. Loopy or not, my memory doesn't play tricks, and you know it. Well, son, guess you've got me there. Suppose this puts a little wrinkle into the situation, doesn't it? Whoa, Mike, what's with the gun? Reserved for special occasions. And unfortunately, this qualifies. What the hell? Old 1851 Navy cartridge conversion. Reproduction, sad to say, but damned accurate. Got it as an award at a tournament in Texas. Don't think they figured I'd end up using it for real. But then again, it was Texas. Well earned, I'm sure. Rattlesnake grips are a nice touch. Classy. Relax, Jimmy. We just need to chat a bit, but I need to make sure I have your undivided attention. Consider me attentive. Son, you have no idea what kind of hornet's nest you kicked up. And right now, I don't see a clear pathway out of it for either one of us. And yet you're the one holding the pistol. Yes, I do believe I am. You've been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. Tonight's production, Quorum, The Gambler's Tale, Outstanding Debts, Episode 8 of 10. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, in association with WERALP, Radio Arlington, 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Featured in the cast were Cameron McNary as Jimmy Harmon, Yasmin Twizan as Rachel Peeps LeBlanc, Kevin Murray as Bob Hutch Hutchinson, Joel Snyder as Big Mike Dalton, Daniel Riley Bush as Larry and Bobby, Ricardo Padilla as Nikki, and Greg Jones Ellis as Frank, with additional voices by Anna Coughlin, William R. Coughlin, and Bjorn Munson. Recorded at Arlington Independent Media with supplemental recording at Tohu Bohu Productions in Burke, Virginia. Music by Brooks Tegler. With special thanks to Don Lerman for providing supplemental music for this episode. For specific music information, see our show notes at jabberaudio.com. This week's episode was produced by Bjorn Munson and written and directed by William R. Coughlin. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, visit jabberaudio.com. If you're enjoying Quorum and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, 
Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcast provider of choice. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content and to help us continue to bring you further tales of mysterious suspense and high adventure. Until next time, this is Marsha Renz saying thanks for listening and tune in next week for the next episode of Quorum, The Gambler's Tale. And the flop is five of diamonds, four of diamonds, and three of hearts. Next, the turn, two of spades, and the river, ace of clubs. Hast thou slain the Jabberwock?